Chris Lehman, it's your turn to spin the wheel. Come on down. You just totally conflated like multiple game shows in that one place. You're welcome. It's our wheel of crossovers. Good day. I'm Chris Leva. And I'm Mackenzie Worrell. And this is Writers Get Animated. And today on Writers Get Animated, we say this sometimes, but we mean it this time. It's a very special episode <laughs> of Writers Get Animated. <laughs> That's me giggling. Excitedly. Like a little schoolgirl. In excitement. In excitement. Today's episode, we are using our fabled wheel of crossovers in order to create shows mm-hmm. seven minute show pitches okay so on this wheel which it is it is a digital wheel yeah there are there are things on the, oh, i did not mean to spin it stop you spun spinning it. you spun it you, you I, i'm not spinning you on the no, screen no, no, and you spun I'm not it. Spinning. i didn't i was i was talking about it and gesturing i did not mean to spin it <laughs> Stop wheel. That one doesn't count. Down wheel. So, Mackenzie, let's talk the rules okay. of what we're doing today. The rules are simple. Two shows enter, one show leaves. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have um, wheels, and we're going to spin the wheel three times for each of our pitches. So, we're going to get a show, another show. So, we have two shows, which you need for a crossover. If you didn't do the math there. <laughs> and we're going to spin another wheel and get a TV trope. So a concept. For example, um, dot, 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 in space. Or dot, 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 the musical. Mm-hmm. Or dot, 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 time travelers. So our prompt might be um, Guardians of the Galaxy and... Star Wars. And Star Wars droids. The musical. Right. Make it happen. And then prove that it writes itself. Yeah. After seven minutes of us trying to write it. <laughs> um, we will come up with we will come up with it in seven minutes. It will be timed. Yeah. There is a timer. So we'll have seven minutes to come up with the basic arc of the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And um, or movie. Or movie. Or movie. Or TV special. Or TV special. Okay. Um, and at the end of this, Nigel will get to choose one of our three things and eliminate it from the wheel forever. So in future spins, it is never possible to get the exact same combination that we had for that prompt. So. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. All right. All right. Ready to spin? I think I think I'm ready to spin. Okay. okay. So we're spinning the wheel across. Our first show is spinning the wheel. It's not the name of the show. We got Pokemon. Ooh, okay. Okay. Starting with a hard one. Yeah, we are. Here we go. Second spin, our second show, Pokemon, crossed over with... Almost got Pokemon again. (laughs) That'd be fun. Ooh, Peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, and here's the trope. Let me spin this trope wheel. All right. 
have ideas. Pokemon and peanuts. <laughs> In space. Yes! <laughs> it writes itself. I didn't I mean for that example to be the first one we got. So. This is not recorded later. <laughs> so. Peanuts. Po- I'm sorry. Pokemon. Peanuts. In space. Okay. Ready to start the timer? Ready? All right. Hit it. Going. You said you had an idea. Go for it. I do. Charlie Brown, Pokemon trainer, leaving his house. His uh, mother figure in this one is, of course, the teacher that we never hear the womp, 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 giving out his starter Pokemon, which in this case is Snoopy. Are you going to go with Snoopy? I'm going with Snoopy. I was going to think of more of Snoopy has a Pokeball and he becomes the trainer. Like in and his, Charlie Brown is his Pokemon? Not necessarily. Oh. They end up on two different sides, diametrically opposed, mm. as foes, because of this Pokeball. Mm. So we could still take your concept with the teacher training Charlie Brown, but Snoopy finding the Pokeball in his doghouse, because that doghouse do has an infinite little thing. That's true. And then I see Lucy as the rival trainer. That he's always up against the Red Barons. Mm-hmm. She could be. A, that's their team, the Red yeah. Barons, <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. So right. now, how do they get to space? Uh, ooh. Well, I think. Is there a tournament in space? I think we might start in space. Okay. I'm not sure how the children get to space. Otherwise. Wait. So the children already. Charlie Brown already lives in space. Yeah, it's just already in space. It's the future. I mean, technically, they do live in space in a way. Exactly. I mean, Don't Earth we all live in space, space? Right? We take up space. <laughs> space. What is space? <laughs> Some might say I'm a waste of it. I wouldn't. Oh, thank you. But back to peanuts. <laughs> so, Charlie Brown, we, we have a timer going. <laughs> so, okay. So, Charlie Brown in space. So, where do we open? Um, I think that we just take the basic Pokemon opening theme of, um, in the theme song, the light of the sun is passing over the horizon on the edge of Earth, and you see that. I think we're in some kind of Charlie Brown space station, perhaps doghouse-shaped. Um, dog bone-shaped? Or dog bone-shaped, yes. I can go for a dog bone. I think that would... Because you can make it a little subtler. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, go on. <clears throat> so we're in this space station. Um, and of course, because we're in space, we're... Um, I think it might be some kind of post-apocalyptic thing. If they're training Pokemon that are already some kind of magically superpowered animals i think perhaps there's been some kind of nuclear holocaust on earth does that have to happen it doesn't have to happen. not in the show is that why the adults all speak that way yeah because of the nuclear remnants after they, <gasps> after absorbing it for so long you can't talk anymore yeah oh there we go that dicks fixed it we fixed peanuts everybody okay so the after, show that wasn't broken after the nuclear holocaust and the adults have lost their power of speech that somehow are able to communicate through raw thought mm-hmm. and uh, and, and warblings emotions. and warblings mm-hmm. boom, boom. <laughs> Ooh. can't even just do it. <laughs> it just makes whole new <sighs> meaning there so what so how does how do we go there we're in the space station mm. how are we doing like four minutes okay we're good we're good we're perfect so we got the space station going what do we mm-hmm. see on the space station who's there um i think it's of course all the peanuts characters and they're in class they're learning how to be better pokemon trainers 
because they're about to set out on their journey. So it almost is set up like a dodgeball situation where they each have a Pokeball in front of them. Yes. Like in a gym, and they're all in their gym uniforms. There's a little bit of Battle Royale in here now, too. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. What's the ultimate goal of this world? What's Charlie Brown striving for? Is he striving to be the very best, the best there ever was? Or is he just striving? I think he's striving to get noticed. Oh. By being the most noticeable person? Well, he. I think what has to happen is he has to have a friendship with whichever Pokemon he comes through. Mm. And I think that's what sets him apart from Snoopy. I think in his schoolwork, his friendship with Snoopy becomes embattled mm. because now this Pokemon is starting to take over where Snoopy used to. I have always thought of Charlie Brown as kind of a Bulbasaur person because no one likes Bulbasaur. That's the lame one. Yeah. And Snoopy being, of course, mischievous. Oh, I said mischievous. Mischievous um, and kind of smart out. I think he has Charmander, which obviously has a type advantage over Bulbasaur. Yeah. I, I, I said, yeah, as if I knew that. <laughs> I don't really have experience with that in that level. Fire but. beats plants. Okay, there we go. There we go. Fire, fire versus plants. Fire wins. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So after this happens, um, does Lucy get involved with Snoopy then? I mean, in terms of <laughs> partnering up. And Pokemon Yes, I think battles. that the Poke three of battles. them kind of are going to set out on a journey together. But they decide that Charlie Brown's not interesting enough to take with them. Okay. And so they kind of go and do their own thing. And Charlie Brown then strikes out on his own to prove that one he can do it and two he can do it before they're done mm. so he and his relationship with both mm -hmm. what is what is the guy's name i'm so bad at this balthazar balthazar thank you <laughs> i said balthazar <laughs> balthazar but um i would love to see a training sequence where marcy and peppermint patty are working together with their different pokemon i think that would be wonderful yes because marcy is often the voice of reason so she would witness charlie brown having amazing troubles getting squirted in the face and getting hit with other things and just ending up um as he often does playing baseball naked on the ground essentially <laughs> just beaten emotionally that way so i i can see that happening too for even I, though it's I, only a pokemon battle charlie brown always gets hit yeah Somehow the ball just hits him. Something mm -hmm. happens to him. The the battle just goes off the edge and just hits him somehow. I can see that happening. And though it's not the first episode, I feel like the whole series would end um, with Lucy. <laughs> You're writing this series I am writing the whole series with Lucy and Charlie Brown um, in the ultimate rival battle after the culmination of fighting the champion of the Indigo League, um, and Lucy feigns having lost and charlie brown feels excited then she metaphorically pulls the football out from under him and that's the end hmm because she's still a born here i don't know is that is that is that season five well we if you go with pokemon seasons? standards how fast they move just season two and a half oh, oh. that is time <laughs> okay so that is our pokemon and peanuts in Space. So we have to lose one of those three things from the wheels. So peanuts, Pokemon, or in space. Nigel, what leaves? 
I'm going to say in space. All in right, space. In space leaves. Stricken from the wheel. Soon to be stricken from the wheel. Hang, Currently being stricken from the wheel. Hang on. I don't know how to use this app. <laughs> Still in process of being stricken from the wheel. Ooh, edit wheel choices. That looks possible. <laughs> in space. Currently being edited from the wheel. Gone. Stricken from the wheel. All right. Here we go. Round dose. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Wheel of crossovers. Round two. Boom, boom, boom. We have Looney Tunes. Okay. Space Jam era Looney Tunes. Ooh. So this is 90s Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes who are more commercial than anything. <laughs> So I can see Spike Lee and Michael Jordan being involved in this crossover <laughs> somehow. Here we go. So spin two. That was a fast one. I did not mean for that one to be that fast. Okay. Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. So Space Jam and Roger Rabbit. Are we doing just the animated characters of Roger Rabbit or are all characters in play? I think we have to see what the tropes wheel says before we can make that decision. Um, <laughs> all right, so Looney Tunes, Space Jam era, Roger Rabbit, oh, that's cheating, in 3D. Ooh, 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 <coughs> ooh. <laughs> okay. So. Looney Tunes Space Jam era with Roger Rabbit in 3D. All right, ready? Space Jam itself is a ripoff of Roger Rabbit in a lot of ways. And there's multiple levels of meta to this so whole thing. A lot of this just happened. <laughs> okay. All right, seven minutes on the clock. Go. Perfect. Did you have it? I thought you said something. You said, oh, oh. I want to start with if, if we're, are we going to set it in the 90s? Oh, I don't see why not. Okay, set it in the 90s. Okay, so it's that a, means it's after Roger Rabbit. Right. Movie. It has okay. to be after Roger Rabbit, but it's in Roger Rabbit's continuity. Okay. So Roger Rabbit existed. Roger Rabbit has to be something bigger. So 50 years, so we're going 97, would be 50 years after Roger Rabbit takes place, because Roger Rabbit is 1947. Mm. So 1997, Chris Lave is graduating from high school. <laughs> Which is not related to this. It's just something that I'm just trying to place it in a time period. Um, it's pre-Phantom Menace. Pre-Phantom Menace. So things are still happy in the world. <laughs> um, 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 and it is post-Toy Story, which is important for in 3D. 3D. So 3D is just starting. Yeah. I think this is a spiritual successor. Before we had tunes interacting with the real world, what happens in Roger Rabbit's world once we have... 3D and 3D animation characters entering Toonland. Well, if we already have two rabbits, we have Roger Rabbit and we have Bugs Bunny. Mm -hmm. We need a third rabbit. The third rabbit. There's the third rabbit. The third rabbit is going to be the 3D animated rabbit. Okay. So that's what happens. There's a new rabbit in town <laughs> who's three, who's CGI. Okay. Um, I don't know what his name is yet. Give me, give me about six minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'll come up with a name. But Roger mm -hmm. and Bugs mm -hmm. have been around for 
a long time. Mm -hmm. So they, they've been pals this whole time. Have they developed a rivalry or are they pals or have they gone back and forth? I think they've gone back and forth. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they can have a little bit of a rivalry. I mean, I know that Bugs and Daffy have their rivalry going and that's pretty strong. Um, Roger, I think, is in a place in his life where maybe he's at this point he's teaching. He may not be the big star that Bugs Bunny was at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Roger Rabbit started life babysitting. So he might he might be moving up to like um, maybe he's you know he's a stay at home dad he's a stay at home dad with his seventeen children only seventeen only seventeen okay so my question for you is how do the animated aliens from Space Jam factor into this world well that's that's what happens is the the aliens are what create the three D animated rabbit. Oh, okay. Because um, they're trying to get back at Bugs for having beaten them in basketball. By making both... By making Bugs obsolete? Right. Okay. They're ruining Bugs' career by bringing in a new rabbit. Yeah. And this, this rabbit is, is formed by, essentially, Pixar. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll call it Pluxar. <laughs> it's a star. It's the Pixar star. The Pick Star. The Pick Star! Yes! <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> so the Pick Star is where, is where they develop this technology to turn this new rabbit and, and, and take over Bugs Bunny's career. I imagine him as like this very robotic, kind of voiced, calculated rabbit algorithm that's a combination of both him and Roger Rabbit. Voiced by Maurice LaMarche. Of course. I um, think Maurice could pull this one out of the park. But who isn't funny at all, but the whole world seems to think that he's wonderful. Well, the fact that he's not funny is immensely funny. <laughs> yes. So his attempts at non-humor is, is very humorous. <laughs> I can see that happening. So Bugs has to grab Roger out of retirement, mm -hmm. essentially, and, and bring him back to show that 2D animation is still interesting okay. and still fun. Now, is this a television sequel? Or is it a movie sequel? Oh, this feels live action. Uh, movie sequel. Movie sequel. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we have live action characters in there. I think that would be pretty hard to get into because you're going 2D versus 3D at this point. Well, it's kind of like you make a sequel sometimes and some of the characters disappear for an iteration of the franchise. For but just in some the reason. third Roger Rabbit movie, they'll all come back. So this is, yeah, this is. Not a, Michael Jordan. So though. this is a Roger Rabbit sequel starring Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> and and this uh, rabbit from Pixar. I've got it. Okay, what's his name? Oh, you got something else. Go ahead. No, yeah, the name, the name. Yeah, stealing from Sonic the Hedgehog, Rabot. Rabot. Yes, but he needs a first name. But it has to begin with an R, because oh. it has to go from that naming. It'll come to us. Reggie? Reggie? Reggie Rabot? Reggie Rabot. <laughs> I think that's funny. Mm -hmm. Or, or because we have Bugs Bunny and Roger Rabbit, hair. <gasps> hair. So. Harold? Harold hair? Harvey hair? Harvey, Harvey, because of the rabbit. Yeah. Harvey, yeah. Harvey, Harvey hair. hair. There we go. Harvey hair from Pixar. <laughs> there we go. We got it. Okay, so Harvey. Oh, yes, I love that. I'm excited by Harvey now. Um, 
I can see him being an <clears throat> algorithm, mm-hmm. an amalgam of both Roger and Bugs at that point. Mm-hmm. So in the end, do they defeat him or do they? I think they recruit live with him. him. They, they recruit make him. peace. Yeah. Like, obviously, his they, metaphorical star is rising in 1997. They have to reprogram him, too. They do. This is like a period piece at this point. Yeah, it We is. get Green Day to play the music and everything. Do, do they have the time? I don't know. I've spent so much time listening to them whine. Surely they have enough time <laughs> to... I mean, about nothing. I did not pick up what you were putting down, everything but I do all now. At once. Sorry. Harvey Hair. Harvey Hair just sounds like a punk rock song. Harvey. Do you believe in Harvey Hare? That's more like Harvey Dent now. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it I think it works. I agree. Um, I'm okay with this concept. They have to reprogram him though and turn him to teach him what it means to be funny, which means <laughs> he has to be vulnerable, which means he has to have emotions and friends so and give him like AI. So, in a way. Oh. So he's not like um because he was created specifically by a marketing department. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, that. And that's time. <laughs> that's one of our most viable ones yet. Out of the two we've done. <laughs> and our practice ones. <laughs> that's true. Although we won't do this one on air, but I am fondly, fondly attached to Popeye Akira. <laughs> uh, okay, Nigel. So we have Looney Tunes Space Jam era, Roger Rabbit, and... What what the heck? 3D. In 3D. 3D. In 3D. With Harvey Hair. Uh, let's go with Roger Rabbit. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any any Roger Rabbit would be as good as that one. That one, was, that <laughs> that one just one. worked really well. Yeah. All right. Roger Rabbit is stricken from the wheel. That was fast. That was much faster that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know what I'm doing... <laughs> So, Wheel of Crossovers, round three. Ding, ding. Is this, do we say final round? Or do we have one more after this? Uh, I think we say final round, and then when I hit the timer, we say fight. Okay. Okay. Final round. We need, like, choose a character. Oh, when we're there. Okay. So, our first one is... Ooh, okay. Star Wars... Did we say which Star Wars? <laughs> no, we never We just did. said Star Wars? We said Star Wars. Okay. That was so bad on us. All Star Wars cartoons are in play. Right. So if this gets stricken from the wheel, we could re-add more specifically <laughs> if we want to Droids, in the future. Ewoks, Clone Wars. Rebels. Rebels. Boba Fett Christmas special. Okay, so Star, <laughs> Star Wars... Okay. Um, Aladdin. <laughs> Star Wars, Aladdin. And they're both Disney now, so this one might work. Yeah. Disney, if you're listening. John Lasseter, I was bidding against you in a uh, a charity art auction one time. Not on my behalf. I didn't have that money. But um, if you're listening, we have connected before, accidentally. Oh, please change. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is it? I can't do this one. <laughs> Okay, Star Wars, <laughs> Aladdin, fight Nazis. <laughs> so, The Force Awakens? <laughs> oh my God. Star Wars and Aladdin, fight Nazis. 
I think that needs to go from the wheel. I, fight. I just, I'm not, I'm not Nigel. I'm not telling Nigel what to do, but I think fight Nazis <laughs> should not be on the wheel anymore. I don't know how it made it to the wheel in the first place. Well, there's so many like let's fight Nazis things. You're right. Okay. Okay. So. All right. I think this is this is an easy one though. It's an easy one. I think so. Are we ready? I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. Fight. Sure, the Galactic Empire and First Order are both essentially Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. But let's just make it more literal. And so the And they're no Nazis. longer in a galaxy far, far away. They're an alternate galaxy very close to home. Okay. But with also Agrabah. Right. <clears throat> but Tatooine is just Agrabah instead. Right. So we can have Luke Skywalker and Aladdin mm-hmm. living, not together. Well, maybe they could live together. I don't know. Is it that kind of show? Is I don't it? think they. Live I don't together. know what kind of show that would make it. To be honest, maybe Finn and Aladdin live together. Okay, I could take Finn and Aladdin. Okay, <laughs> that sounded badly. And neither one is white. We have a very diverse Star Wars now. Okay, let's start there. Okay, so we have Finn and Aladdin. Uh huh. In. Agrabatuin? Agrabatuin. <laughs> Tatuba. Tatu- that almost sounds like Tituba from <laughs> The Crucible. And um, I'm um, going to say that the person who rules their planet as a crime lord is Iago the Hutt. Iago the Hutt? Yes. Ah! Han Solo! Chucho! What is this? Iago the Hutt. Okay, uh, sure. But where do the Nazis come in? <laughs> I don't know. So we have we have Finn and Aladdin living in Agrabah, uh-huh. making their living stealing stuff. Well, I think I Aladdin know. is still stealing stuff. I feel like Finn has a job <gasps> as a pilot. Ooh, ooh, ooh! No, no! I got <laughs> okay. really excited. You can't Aladdin. say no in improv. You say yes and yes and yes and. <laughs> Finn is a trained pilot, but he's also part of the royal guard from the palace which Aladdin has problems with and they meet when the royal guard is roughing Aladdin up too much and then Finn decides to stop being part of the royal guard which is Nazis yeah let's make them Nazis so the royal guard is essentially Nazis but that would make Jasmine a Nazi too how? well if the the royal guards are Nazis and they're guarding the princess that doesn't mean she's a Nazi that means she's a Nazi sympathizer right but she doesn't really know anything when she leaves I think we should clarify at this point and say, John Lasseter, please stop listening. <laughs> we go back on this. We'll come up with a better idea. This is no longer our family-friendly pitch. What if the What if the Nazis have taken over Agrabah? Okay. Like the Nazis are ending up everywhere. Okay. And take they found a portal. The Nazis the, developed a portal. The Nazis developed a portal. They did have all the crazy science stuff going on. Now they've developed a portal. They've ended up here, mm-hmm. and. Well, not here, because <laughs> we don't live in Agrabah. <laughs> On Agrabatuin. Yeah. So essentially, it's like Disney Infinity yeah. is happening right now. But with Nazis. But with Nazis. So the Nazis have figured this out, created a portal, and we've ended up in Aladdin World. And perhaps, if we're making it like Disney Infinity, it could be, it could be... Marvel! Not, not just Marvel, not just Marvel. However, maybe the Nazis' inclusion... They know that Nazi inclusion equals suppressed Disney material. And they're fighting to get the Nazis out so they don't become suppressed, forgotten concepts. So it's an animated version of Hitler who's found his way out 
yes. of the Disney archives. <gasps> the Disney vault! He's stuck from the Disney vault trying to get out. And now Marvel, because now Hydra is part of <laughs> this. Oh, man. We just Actual Nazis. Over. Okay, we got real Nazis in here now. Yeah, so the actual Nazis are involved because of Hydra. And Hydra getting involved has smashed open this world. Mm-hmm. And so now, across universes, across galaxies... In many galaxies far, far away from each other. ...are now starting to bend on each other. Like, wrap... Like, somehow okay. come together. Okay. I get it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm talking about the <laughs> galaxies are starting to... <laughs> it's a ball of wibbly-wobbly... Galaxy-alexy. <laughs> Timey-wimey. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is the plot then to put Hitler back in the Disney vault? We need to get things back into the Disney vault. Okay. Maybe they realize that they've just grabbed onto too much and the worlds just can't be stable. Mm. And eventually Finn has to leave to go to his own world again. Oh, and this heartbreak. They must tear the worlds apart. Right. Hmm. Now, even though it feels good to have all of this happening in the same universe... You're getting really meta now. I like this. It does have to come apart. (laughs) This is like chiding fans for wanting crossovers or everything. This is the perfect ending (laughs) pitch for our Wheel of Crossovers episode. (laughs) Just break the crossovers. (laughs) No more crossovers. It's all stricken from the record. Until the next time we break out the Wheel of Crossovers (laughs) and do this again. The next time Hitler escapes. Um, next time back from the Disney <laughs> that's what it should be like back from from the Disney vault like guess who's back from the Disney vault <laughs> <laughs> I just and also you could have like Balrog from you know Night on Bald Mountain just just because we're just getting everything now well I oh, yeah. think I think that's where things start is he the ultimate film is he what's inside of Hitler yes <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got really excited about it. Yes, that's what's okay. inside. Hitler cannot have his physical form escape, but he force projects Balrog into the galaxies that are far as a ways. Correct. And Bald Mountain has to be taken out. And he seems bigger than he is, just like Supreme Leader Snoke. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe we actually uncovered the plot of Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hydra. <laughs> Hydra. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. It's Hydra. But the Avengers are nowhere to be found. So you get. Do you get the Rey. Guardians of the Galaxy and Ray? I don't think Ray has patience for Star Lord. That'd be fun. That'd be uh, a fun dynamic. Yeah, but I don't think that would happen. She would slap the crap out of him. Yeah. But back to this. Okay. <laughs> so the worlds have to tear apart at the end, right? Yeah. Okay, of so course. world's coming together. So what's the first shot? What's the opening shot? Mm, I think that it is not a moon, but like one of the towers of Agrabah and a Star Destroyer passing in front of it. Oh, yes. And a magic carpet. It's pursuing a magic carpet! <laughs> That's time! That's time. That, is time. <laughs> that is time on that insanity. <laughs> okay. Nigel... Not that we're biased, but what should be stricken from the record forever? I agree that we should get rid of the Nazis. <laughs> no more Nazis. No more Nazis. The Nazis have been stricken from history. <laughs> they are no longer in the Disney vault. 
Uh, well, that just ruined any potential careers we might have. <laughs> <laughs> For, I think I, I just think it solidified it. I don't think it, <laughs> I don't think that's what caused it. It's the, it's never the last time you do something is the reason that <laughs> it's always you've led a life. <laughs> I'm sorry, John, comma Lassiter. Comma Lassiter? I don't know. Lassiter, comma John. See, right? that's how I just ruined my career. <laughs> John, comma Lassiter. Lassiter, comma John? Maybe we should just go and start talking to Bob. Iger. Oh, okay. It's like, who's Bob? <laughs> Burgers? Wow. <laughs> so, what was your favorite thing in, in all of that? I don't know. I, I can't even... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even know what happened. It was it was so fast. It was like a car accident of of things. So, <laughs> I think that's what the wheel is. The wheel doth deliver. So we will be bringing back the wheel of crossovers. Not soon, Not but so- eventually. Eventually. Um, <laughs> I'm just tickled. I'm just absolutely tickled. I think, um, yeah. We, you, we did some good work and some questionable work. If you have ideas on these three pitches. Or sketches. Or sketches. Concept art. Concept art. Aladdin in a Stormtrooper outfit. Oh, gosh. Sand Trooper outfit. It writes itself. It Hashtag does. it writes itself. Tweet us at WG Animated on Twitter. Find us on Facebook.com slash WG Animated and Tumblr.com. No, writers get animated. <laughs> well, we are on Tumblr.com as writers get animated.tumblr.com. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to our engineer, Nigel Coutinho, and also for removing things from our wheels. <laughs> um, and thank you to Jacob Reed for our music. Um, for homework for next time, we are going to be talking about shows influenced us creatively, which is going to be a little bit all over the place. Yes. So we don't have an idea on specific episodes, but. Think about that for yourselves. What shows have influenced you as a person? Hopefully creatively, but maybe as a person. Yeah. What's happened? That's all we have for today. Um, Hopefully we don't get mashed into another crossover before then. I certainly hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody.